Pizzerski. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Talk that talk, baby. Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Spins away. Any size. Catch your feet. Just like guys. Look out. It's straight out of Marvel. Spider-Man. Is he strong? Yes. The ultimate review of the ultimate review. Take a look. Who else? Make sure you five star rate me. Apple Podcast. Spotify. Check the poll. Please vote. Straight out of Marvel, a secret invasion after show. Yeah, that song gas as fuck, man. I don't understand. That shit came out in 1967. Still a banger. Like, let's keep it hot. But uh, welcome formally to all the listeners to the Straight Out of Marvel podcast, a secret invasion after show. But today we have to talk about what I just did. The holy trinity of origin stories. We talking Spider-Man and we are here to put a bow on it before we move into phase two of the Spider-Man trilogies. Okay. Now, I thought about 10 questions all about these three Spider-Man movies that I just watched. And I'm not going to lie. You guys can. I'm not going to say you're lying to me, but you can't hide it from me. The way y'all went crazy, double the streams for Spider-Man Homecoming as opposed to the Ultimate Spider-Man review and the Amazing Spider-Man review. I know which one is y'all favorite. You don't even got to tell me, bro. I know what's y'all favorite, but what is my favorite? Kevin 27. Yes, you already know. My favorite superhero is Spider-Man, but which is my favorite movie? We got different iterations of my life, right? We got Spider-Man. I was 10 years old. We got The Amazing Spider-Man. 21 out here living life young bull in the game trying to figure out life and then we got spider-man homecoming 26 well 26 26 refined but still still going through it and now we have this phase of life 31 year old man couple grays in the beard and bro i have a different outlook on all of this so please Lock the doors, turn up the radios if you in the car, because it's about to get crazy and no exotic to, well, yes, we got the exotic, but no expensive. We on the cheap. We sipping some brewskis, some Teddy brewskis. We having a good time here, okay? So make sure you go ahead and crack open a cold one and uh, light a bowl up. We doing, we doing bone, we doing bones today, ice bones today, ladies and gentlemen. Ice Bones today. Shout out to all my beautiful listeners out there. Definitely appreciate you for stopping through. Now, let's go ahead and start. Number one, the best love interest of the trilogy. I mean, I think, to be honest, I think it's undeniable. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man wins that hands down. He's the only one that got the girl in the beginning. And he got the girl being like, yeah, of course, 
MJ, she 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 liked him or whatever. She liked the or I'll say Mary Jane because MJ is different. Mary Jane definitely was feeling Peter, but it wasn't how Gwen was. Like, bro, Gwen took my man's to the house, like right after they start dating to meet the family, have some Branzino. Like, bro, I'm telling you, Andrew Garfield definitely wins that. He's number one. Now, number two, we got to go with, obviously, Peter Parker, the original Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, because when you really think about it, yes, he was able to pull Mary Jane in the beginning, or not the beginning, but like kind of midway through. This She didn't know he was Spider-Man, but this is after he bulked up and, you know, gl- no glasses and all of that stuff. But still, I think he still would have been able to pull her. And he pulled her enough to the point where she tried to, like, get with him at a funeral. Like, bro, can you imagine having so much Riz, the Rizzler, that this man was able to pull a chick at a funeral? Like, she came up to him like, I didn't understand before, but now I understand. I'm supposed to be with you. And he was like, nah, bro. I got to let you down. We had a funeral. This would be mad disrespectful after I done killed this man's dad. And I'm going to sit here and get with his girl at the funeral. No, we can't do that. So, yeah, man, you got to understand. Tobey Maguire was the Riz guy. Now, why I got to drop Tom Holland to number three? And yes, it's only three. Third place isn't bad, but it still lasts when you're talking about three. (sighs) Yes, it took... Ned to say something for him to kind of even talk to uh yo what's what's my chick name because I just watched the movie um I don't know why I'm blinking out on her name sorry guys oh Liz I don't know so he wasn't even really talking to Liz like that and they was on a debate team or not the debate team but uh the decathlon so that was a little crazy to me like she like all of y'all are nerds. It ain't no cool people going to no science school. I'm sorry, bro. Like, when I looked at it, I'm like, y'all all the nerds. Y'all all going to science school. Yo, riz her up, man. But still, it's high school. He's 15. We know how tough it is. I mean, for some people, it wasn't. For me, maybe sometimes. But, yes, it definitely is tough to go and talk to a chick. Because, you know, everyone's... I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people are afraid of rejection, okay? But at the end of the day... He still got her, was able to take her to homecoming, but I did not like how he let my, like, I didn't like how he let my girl down. Like, you already was doing all of this crazy stuff. And then you take her to homecoming, pops, pops put a blick on you. I get it. He had to do what he had to do. Spider-Man over everything. But at the end of the day, you just never want to see anyone locking up their girlfriend's dad. I'm sorry. That's just crazy. I would have appreciated it more if he would have just did, like, if he would have, like, beat his ass, but then, like, didn't lock him up. Like, it's still, like, you know, he stopped him, but still, like, it still was your girlfriend's dad, allegedly, right? You said it was your girlfriend just because y'all was going to homecoming for one day, but whatever. Watch that, okay? So, Uno Dos Tres, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland in the third spot. 
best friendship? Who had the ultimate friendship? Uh, I guess I would have. To, I mean, I don't even think it's a question, right? Is Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Spider Man, Homecoming? I'll say Homecoming, Spider Man. Uh, he had the best friendship. Him and Ned, they was like. I was gonna say Bonnie and Clyde, but that's super pause. Him and him and Ned is like uh they like the army of two, if that makes sense. If you ever played the game, you know. I don't want to say army of two, but I mean seriously, regardless, their friendship transcends universe or universes, and their friendship is pretty dope in every universe except for the uh animated one. I hate their friendship in there. But I really loved like the dynamic of Ned and honestly him knowing that he's Spider-Man from the beginning. Harry didn't know in either of the universes that he that he was Spider-Man. So for it to be Ned, there is no Harry because there's no Osborne and all of that stuff or no Oscorp. Bro, I really like the dynamic between Ned and uh Peter. And come on, he's helping them commit crimes. Vandalism is a crime. Okay. Interfering with police work is a crime. And actually, he actually helped him hack a million multi-million dollar suit. Okay. So yeah, Ned, he's definitely like the bros. That's when they say bros before hoes, they talking about Ned. Like you need a Ned on your team that believes in you, wants to work with you. Now, of course, you're Spider-Man, so of course he's going to believe in you, but still, you need a Ned on your team. If you ever play Spider-Man Miles Morales, that uh, that Ned is good as, or he, wait, no, is he a Ned? No, he's a Genki. Uh, well, they kind of, they play the same role. So, and Miles Morales, he got, he's like Genki. I don't think that's the same person. Damn, I just thought about it. But regardless, Ned is the shit. I mean, come on, he hacked the multi-million dollar suit. Now, let's talk about who's number two. Clearly, it's Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. I mean, him and Harry actually lived in an apartment together. Harry actually stood up for him in the beginning when he wasn't Spider-Man and getting bullied by the likes of Flash. Harry stood up for him. They'll leave him alone. Oh, what's he going to do? His father will fire your father. Like, he stood up for him. So, he's definitely right there, number two. Only only why, I mean, honestly, shit. Damn, that's a tough one. Because <sighs> based off of the first movie, damn, now I'm kind of rethinking it. Kind of rethinking it. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rethink it because I mean they were like Ned and Peter was doing like some cool stuff. But when you really think about it, like bro, Harry stood up for him when he was nothing. No Peter Parker, just or no Peter Parker, but uh no Spider-Man, just regular old Peter Parker. And then they got an apartment together. Like when he lost his job, he was trying to get him get him a job. Like, I don't know, man. Harry was right there. What can you say? He got Mary Jane. He got Mary Jane fair and square. Honestly, to me, like, Peter was the one who low-key, like, snaked him. 
Like they was dating and shit, and he still was like kind of behind his back with it. I think that was a little crazy. Shit. So because because uh Andrew Garfield doesn't have a three or he doesn't have a friend in uh the amazing Spider-Man, he's just rolling with Gwen. I'ma just say one A, one B. How about that? Can we do that? Hey, let me know straight out of Marvel listeners. Is that a cop out? Is it a cop out if I say both are elite friends? One A, one B. I'ma still say Ned is one A. But Harry is 1B right there. And I think Harry is a little more synonymous with Peter Parker as opposed to Ned and the lore of Spider-Man, if I'm just being quite frank. But I still think it's right there. So it's a little it's a little mixy. It's a little mixy, but I'm gonna go 1A1B. Don't crucify me. If it have to be, it's one, two, three, you know. Tom Holland, Toby, and then Andrew Garfield, okay? So I'll I'll stick to that. One, two, three. Number three, the ultimate mentor slash father figure. I mean, without question, it has to be Tom Holland, right? It has to be Tom Holland. Now, he didn't have an Uncle Ben in his movie, That is a big letdown, but he had a Tony Stark. I mean, to the point, yo, I watched this at the time with, like, my friend that I was hella cool with. We used to stay together, and I put this movie on, and we was, like, smoking, drinking, and watching this shit together because I bought it for my birthday to pack that out. I only took the movie out. I never opened the uh, other part of the pack, but so she was like, damn, Iron Man kind of, like, he kind of taking over Spider-Man's movie. Now, I didn't agree with it, but the scenes Iron Man was in was, like, very impactful. Like, he had a lot of funny lines, very important and impactful lines. Like, if, you, if you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. But not only that, come on, he made him his suit. He discovered him, found him on YouTube, discovered him, put him on his team. Like, so I think without question, it's Iron Man, like... I don't even think it's close. Now, number two has to be Ben Parker from the OG 2002 film, Uncle Ben. I mean, I feel like he was a little more wanting to kind of be maybe like more more of a father figure, I feel like, and a mentor. I don't feel like the... Ben Parker from The Amazing Spider-Man was much of a mentor. You could say father figure for sure, but, yo, he was rude as fuck. Like, yo, why he tell Gwen Stacy that he was on uh, his, like, he was on Spider-Man's computer. He was on Peter Parker. Oh, he's got you on his computer. Like, damn, bro. So, yeah, he definitely three. Ben Parker, number two. And come on, he's the original. He's Mr. With great power comes great responsibility. Like, bro, I heard that when I was like 11 years old, 10 years old. Man, it's stuck with me ever since. Even though I hate how you came out of And I know I'm not your father. Well, stop pretending to be. Whew. Oh, my God. That shit was crucial. That shit was crucial. Okay. So that was an easy one, I feel like. I feel like that was an easy one. 
best web swinging. Oh, my bad. Number four, the ultimate best web. Ugh. Number four, the best web swinging slash wall crawling. Now, this is where it starts to really get tough, okay? Now, I have been going back and forth with this, back and forth with this, over and over, over and over again, over and over again, because it's all in my head. Like, I don't know who's swinging the best webs, who's slinging the best webs, but, bro, I think I've got it down packed. Oh, and I should have been writing these down. Hold on, y'all. Actually, yeah. So, best love interest. Actually, I remember it because I don't want to take up too much time. So, best web swinging, wall crawling. I was in a total clusterfuck. Didn't know what to do, but I think I got it. Okay. And we're going to go like this. We're going to go from bottom to the top on this one. Number three. OG Spider-Man, you out of here. Number three, I'm sorry. We got to put you last again. Third place bronze is still on the placement. But, yeah. The web swinging is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of web swinging as well in the first film, but very generic, very generic outside of the last. And and I'm only saying generic compared to the other two. And it should be because the other two are 10 years, 10 years, 15 years after the original. Okay. So, I just think that the web swinging was a little generic, but very good for the times. Don't get me wrong. But the web swinging, I feel like from what I see in the video games, it is much copied by the amazing Spider-Man. And this is where it gets tricky for me. Okay. I think I'm going to just debate these two because we got the original Spider-Man down in the dump, number three, okay? And not in the back. I hate saying it like that, but it's last. I think when we talk about the amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man Homecoming, we got the two best web swinging. Now, the thing, now I was going to say the amazing Spider-Man, right? Off top and I'm pretty sure you guys know where I'm going with this. I was going to say The Amazing Spider-Man, and this is my point. I think a lot of it being first-person view was very dope. Innovative, if you will. We've never seen that in Spider-Man films. We've seen it a little bit, but not like... Like, they was like... They show you wall crawling. You just see the hands. You see his web shooters. The web shooters look amazing, amazing. Like, bro, I love the way the web shooters look in The Amazing Spider-Man. So I think that part is dope, but I'm not going to lie. This is why I am putting Homecoming number one when it comes to web swinging. 
the fairy man the the web swinging that he does and that damn fairy that big ass boat i mean it's amazing no pun intended like the way he's just trying to put all of that together and then like and y'all know what i'm talking about when the, the the boat split apart or whatever the fairy split apart and he's trying to you know make a last ditch effort and he does does all i mean the aerial assault that he displayed is amazing right there and then you still got some and you got first person like you got first person view there and then to top it all off the dramatics of it the drama the my heart was pounding you wondering like is he going to save all of these people and then it says good job peter you're 98% effective and he said 98% and then dude's like, yeah, Spider-Man. And then the whole shit break apart. And then he just jumping fucking in the middle with the whole Christ shit, trying to pull up, trying to pull the thing together. Oh my God, that shit. So I'm not gonna lie. That part alone, it took the web swinging way above for me. I'm not even gonna hold you. That one part, that one scene to me took the web swinging to number one. And I'm putting Amazing Spider-Man number two. Hey, Andrew got a point. Andrew got a point. So let's not act like Andrew doesn't have a point, okay? So that is my thoughts on that. Number five, who is the ultimate, who has the ultimate action fighting scene? Um, You know what? I'm going to give this one. You know what? I'm going to give this one to Toby. Bully Maguire. I think his fights, all of his fighting scenes were dope as fuck and paramount to what we know today in action scenes. And I think it's undoubtedly the goal of fighting scenes. Like, his fight with Goblin. Well, first of all, let's just talk about we can talk about the fight with the Flash. Or not the Flash, but Flash. That fight was crazy. We've seen how his spider sense worked. And then you talk about the fight with uh in the rain saving Mary Jane. The fights with the dude when after his uncle got killed. The 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 wrestling scene. I think the, the, the shit is just more iconic and the fights were just crazy. Like the fight between Doc or not Doc Ock, but uh Goblin and Spider-Man in the burning uh the burning building when he threw all of them damn uh gadgets at him. Oh man, I love that fight. And just how he dodged them. Like I tried to do that dodge so many times as a kid. So for that. Bully Maguire, you are number one, okay? And I think that is Bully Maguire's first number one, is it? Yeah, I think that's Bully's first number one. So, hey, and we're going to add all of these up. I, I should have, I'm kind of just going off with this. I'm, I'm kind of just going off right now. Just This is the first time I've ever done this. So part two will be way better because now I kind of know what I want to do. So while we are number five, I'm going to do, we just do points, third place, one point, 
second place two points, first place three points, and then we add them all up, and then we see what we get. I feel like that's dope, okay? So number two, who's going to be number two? That, that'll that make it better. That I think that'll make it more incentive. So number two, uh, it's a tough one. I think I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going Amazing Spider-Man. Boom. Number two, Amazing Spider-Man. I feel like his fights, his action scenes were just, a, and I say the action line, when I'm talking about action and fighting scenes, I feel like his fight scenes, I feel like the fight with Blizzard in the high school alone is just like, at least deserves the number two spot. At least deserves the number two spot. So, and come on, we have the Stan Lee cameo in there. The Stan Lee cameo, while he was fighting in the library, I feel like that shit was amazing. No pun intended. So it deserves number two. And I'm talking, we he had that one that was iconic, and he had to fight at the end to uh, stop the whole, you know, New York from getting turned into lizards. Also, another great fight. So... My boy, Andrew Garfield, coming in at number two when it comes to Spider-Man fights. And Tom Holland, thrown in the dirt, number three. Coming in with the bronze. Only why I say because I just watched this movie yesterday. When it comes to the fighting, it isn't... The fighting is... It's good. Don't get me wrong. Like the fighting on the ferry, very good. But he kind of was just like dog and shit, low key. He didn't like, he didn't have that, that draw like that. You know that I don't feel like he had that fight where like, remember that fight with Goblin in the first one? Like, bro, that fight at the end, half his mask torn off. He all bloodied. Like, it was just so crazy. I don't feel like my man's had that fight. He had it, but he, like, low-key just got his ass beat by Vulture. Like, without all the gadgets, he, like, when it was just him, with just his web shooters, he got his ass beat by Vulture. Like, he really did. That fight, I see why a lot of people don't talk about it. So we're going to put Tom Holland number three, man. I hate to do it. Y'all know. Y'all know I love Tom Holland, man, besides seeing him getting back shots on my timeline today, but whatever. Um, For the sake of acting, looking ass. Okay. Best villains, number six. Who has the best villains? Now, let's do it. Let's do it. From the bottom up again. Number three, who gets one point? I'm gonna say Amazing Spider Man. You know why? Because I really liked the like I liked the lizard for most of the movie until he became the lizard. Like Vulture was already like from pretty much from the beginning. He was on some shit. Not very villainy, like you kind of understood his story. You could actually relate to his story a little more. 
So that's why I like the Vulture a little bit more. And uh, I mean, of course, come on. Willem Dafoe, the GOAT. So I think why I'm going to put, you know, the amazing Spider-Man at two or three, actually, he gets a point in the dirt because, yeah, I just, the lizard villain was good. Don't get me wrong. Especially once he became the lizard. But, I mean, it's a lizard. I don't care that much about a lizard. I'm not even going to hold you. He was trying to turn people into lizards. Disgusting. He went crazy, I guess. But, yeah, he, he was cool. I feel like for most of the movie, I just actually liked him. He was kind of like uh, a mentor, low-key, to us, to to Toby. Or not to Toby, but to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that, okay? Number two, I think this is simple. We're just going to put Vulture at number two. Very, and I say simple because, come on, man, Willem Dafoe is number one. He's number one because he came back and did it again for Spider-Man No Way Home. And it's probably one of the best villains of this decade. So, or or of the last decade. Wait, when did that movie come out? Yeah, it came out in 2021. My uh, Of this decade, he might be the best villain. So, it's kind of crazy. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's kind of crazy as what he's done. As what he what he did. But... I really like Vulture. Let's stick to number two. And this is why. This is why. Vulture, he just was more relatable. They start the movie off with, y'all know how we feel. This is how, and we're going to talk about this when we do Marvel news. This is not this episode, but the next episode will be Marvel news. This is how a lot of people feel when we're talking about the whole writer strike and all of this. A lot of people are on the writer side because why? Everyone's against like the the corporations because they always shitting on the little guy, right? They always shitting on the little guy, and that's what they did to Vulture. They shitted on the little guy. He went in there. He he pretty much gave his life savings to clean up the wreckage that you know happened because the aliens invaded New York. And what happened? They came and shitted on him. And not only shit it on, they try to disrespect him. Oh, maybe you shouldn't overextend yourself. What? Like, so you kind of understand where he was coming from. And then you like because he did what any person would do. Me, you, any of us. If we see alien technology, we're taking it. Like, you, you're going to at least try to take it, right? Not only did he take it, though, he flipped it and became very successful and was able to put his daughter in, like, I don't know if they have to pay for those types of schools, but a lot of times you do have to pay for those schools. I don't know if uh, Liz had a scholarship. Maybe Peter had a scholarship because I know he's a whiz. I don't know about Liz. So I think that it's just cool. I actually really liked him as a villain, and you just hate to see how he went out. But, I mean, it is what it is. He's the vulture. Fuck him. He's one of Spider-Man's villains. And I actually really enjoyed the way that they made him a villain. And I'm still hoping for his return. A lot of people say that they forgot about the, um, that they forgot about the, uh, the vulture and shit. I mean, we got to keep it real. A lot of times villains are for one movie. You want to introduce a new villain so it can stay fresh. Right. But 
y'all know my theory spider-man 4 has to be a sinister six film it's really the only way spider-man can go we don't want like a rhino in the way they set it up with the spider-man universe over in the sony land it actually works we got we getting craven we getting rhino we already got morbius uh we getting some other we got venom like which i don't think venom venom is part of sinister six but you never know like and venom is not uh like a bad guy anyways but i'm just saying they are building some stuff over there in their own uh sony universe so i think the only way to go from there is sinister six and vulture could be in that okay so we may not be done with vulture don't sleep on it yet you guys don't sleep on it yet and i'm pretty sure four film might be spider-man's last film or at least tom holland's last film and then of course oh but just to put a bow on it so I really liked him. And, yo, he really beat Spider-Man's ass. Like, without all the fancy Stark suit, he whooped his ass. He really dogged him out. So, for that, he's number two. Two points for him. And then, number one, obviously, Willem Dafoe. I don't know who ever said this line before. But that line he said, when he said, you live long enough to be the hero, you're going to die the villain, or it was something like that. And he said, despite of everything you've done for them, eventually they're going to hate you. Like, bro, people, this shit say Batman. But that was 2008. Anyways, I really love the quote. Matter of fact, let's get the actual quote. Uh, yeah, I think it's really a Batman quote. But okay, we get at the Batman. But I still love he just to me, Willem Dafoe has so many lines. Like, you know how much I sacrificed. Not only that, he was very sinister. Man's can blowing shit up. He didn't even care. His son was there. He was like blowing shit up. Kidnapping Mary Jane. Kidnapping kids. Like, bro, he was a crazy villain. Like. Like Vulture wasn't trying to do Vulture wasn't really trying to do it. Vulture was really just trying to get that money. I just like Vulture as number two because he was just a little more like relatable as opposed to the lizard. But Willem Dafoe, I mean, come on. The way he got it down, I really like the itsy bitsy spider came up the water spout. Down came the goblin and washed the spider out. Like, bro, he had bars. What do you say? See, the thing about being a hero, you never know when the villain comes along with a sadistic choice. Let die the woman you love or suffer the little children. Now choose. Like, bro, he had bars. You talking about an 11-year-old kid? Watch 10-year-old kid watching that shit? 
31 year old man now still resonating with me to this day. Yeah, you got to give it to my man's Willem Dafoe, Spider Man, the ultimate Spider Man, number one. I really enjoy that shit. Um, so he's definitely the number one villain. Now, people don't like the suit. I like the suit too, so I don't even know about that. Now, I did like how he was in No Way Home, you know, without the mask and shit, but he said, do what you got to do with it and boomer fast. Like, bro, he had bars. Oh, and we cannot forget. We cannot forget when he bust, when she was, uh, when, when Ame was praying, deliver on finish it, finish it from evil. Like, I still, I even do the laugh like fucking Willem Dafoe. Like, bro, Willem Dafoe, that spark, that uh, Green Goblin, I mean, I think he's the greatest villain. He might be the greatest villain of all time, low key. The only pushback you would give on that is Heath Ledger's Joker. I mean, come on. Like, Heath Ledger's Joker is like, that's why that movie is so good because Heath Ledger's Joker is just like, fucking amazing like you watch that you don't even realize he's only on screen for like 30 minutes like that's how much he steals every scene he's in so i don't know man that's a good one though best villains number one willem dafoe number two or green goblin number two vulture number three lizard number seven who were the stakes higher for this is a good one I think number three. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put I'm gonna put bully I'm gonna put bully at number three because the stakes were high for him, right? Because what was going to happen? Your girl died. That's huge. I'm not saying Mary Jane dying isn't huge, but Mary Jane dies. Maybe a couple kids. Who knows? And shout out to the kids. We love the kids. But even if he doesn't go, maybe he doesn't even kidnap the kids. So that one is different. And that's why I think that one's at number three. Number two. This is one I have a hard time with, and I wrestle with it. But I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say number two is Amazing Spider-Man. I think while, yes, turning everyone into lizards is some crazy shit. But, I mean, Spider-Man was able to create an antidote for that shit like quick as fuck. I think the stakes might have been the highest in homecoming because, I mean, once I start thinking about it, like, could you imagine somebody having Cap Shield and just being able to use his shield? Which, I'm going to keep it real, that's a bad example. Because we saw how shitty Captain America was. Like, 
the uh the the uh Walmart version of Captain America. He had the shield and he was still kind of shitty. Like they were shitting on him. So I don't even really know about that. But Thor's magic belt and some crazy shit. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm flipping it. I'm flipping it right here. This is a straight out of Marvel. This is straight out of Marvel history. We are flipping picks. We're flipping picks right here. I'm going to say Tom Holland. I'm going to say Homecoming is number two. Because, yeah, you can get the magic belt. But, bro, Thor Thor will come back and just take his magic belt. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you get the strength of Thor. But do you got the moves of Thor? Do you got the thousands of years of experience in Thor? No, you don't. So give me my fucking belt back. Um. So, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm flip that. I do think the whole lizard shit. Now, yeah. And only why I say this because you just never know what could happen when it's like some that could be like a real pandemic, like turning the whole city into lizards, and then some will get away, some won't. So you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Amazing Spider Man. He gonna take the dub on that one. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. We did a we did a, a straight switch around a switcheroo, if you will. So we going Amazing Spider Man one. Homecoming 2, and then Spider-Man 3, okay? Number 8, this is a great one. Who has the best suit? And I think I'll be able to do this easily as fuck. Number 3, Spider-Man. Number 3 is Spider-Man for shit sure. Spider-Man suit is good. Very, Actually, it's a great suit. Iconic as hell, especially at that time. It was iconic. But the design for the Amazing Spider-Man suit, just a little bit better. Actually, a wee bit better. Actually, a lot bit better. The design for the Amazing Spider-Man is just great. You got the yellow eyes. It reminds me of like Norman Osborn. Like those horrible yellow eyes. Like So I love that for the Amazing Spider-Man. Number two for sure. The... uh. I felt like the suit for, and it was like original, but the suit just tore too much for me for the original Spider-Man movies. I like the Amazing Spider-Man is number two, okay? And then obviously, Spider-Man Homecoming for the W. I mean, the way the suit looks, with the black around, and I'm just talking about design. We're not even talking about the capabilities of the suit, the AI in your helmet or in your mask, and you know all of that shit. The 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 drone as the Spider-Man symbol. We're not even talking about the technology. We're talking about just the design. I think it isn't even close. Who has the best suit? It's Spider-Man Homecoming. Like I'm, I'm telling y'all. I'm trying to platinum the Spider-Man game right now because I just platinum Miles Morales on PS5. So now I'm trying to platinum the uh, the Spider-Man game on PS5, the you know, the 2018 one. And I've been rocking the homecoming suit for like the last week. I love, love. So that suit is number one for shit sure, okay? Number nine. Who is my favorite Spider-Man? 
Is it Tom Holland? Is it Bully Maguire, aka Toby Maguire? Or is it Andrew Garfield? Uh, I'm going to tell you who is my least favorite. Andrew Garfield, that's for shit sure. And I like him as Spider-Man, don't get me wrong. It's just... Uh, I'm having a little hindsight or revisionist history because of No Way Home. So I'm actually liking The Amazing Spider-Man a little more. And let me tell you guys, it's not just because of that. I re- like I had bought all of the Spider-Man films. Like they had it on Voodoo for like 15 bucks. You you get that, you get Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and then you get a uh, what was the Into the Spider-Verse. So I bought them all on Voodoo. And I was watching them and I was like, "Man, this Amazing Spider-Man movie is so good." Even when I watched it the other day, like when I did the ultimate review, Cause actually, I watched it before I did the ultimate review, and that's when I was like, you know what, we about to do a bunch of Spider-Man films. So even then, I was like, I really like this film. But um, I was like, you know what, I still feel the same way. Just a little bit too tall. A little bit too brash, I would say. Even for him not being Spider-Man, like, like even then he was like a little too cool, not as dorky. I mean, look at Andrew Garfield; he doesn't look like a dork at all. He looks like a cool guy. So, like, even before him being Spider-Man, he just looked like a cool dude, and he just had so much riz. So, for that, you had too much riz, my guy. You're number three, okay? Number two. Now, this is always a tough one. This is always a tough one. Who is my favorite Spider-Man actor? Is it Tom Holland? Is it Bully Maguire? Who's my favorite? It's hard to say even now. But you know what? I'm going to keep it hot. I was going to lie. For the sake for the sake of America, I was gonna lie. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, I'm a patriot. I was gonna lie for the sake of America. But for the sake of this podcast, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Number two, gotta be my boy Bully McGuire. I was gonna say number one because my man is from Santa Monica, California. He's a Laker fan, just like me. But I'm not checking for any movie outside of Spider-Man from him. I'm not even going to lie. I just watched The Great Gatsby because I was sick as fuck a few months ago. And I couldn't do anything. So, like, I had, like, a fever, all of that shit. So, all I was doing was, like, watching movies. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to watch The Great Gatsby. It took me that long to watch The Great Gatsby. Tom Holland, I'm watching everything he's in. I'm even watching that man take back shots. Like, it's like I fuck with Tom Holland like a mother. And you know why? To me, he embodied the perfect role. Of, I feel like he plays Spider-Man perfect more than anyone has done. More than anyone, in my humble opinion. Like, I really love him as Spider-Man. So for that, 
Bully is number two, even though he is my Spider-Man. He is my Spider-Man. Like, 10 years old, he's my Spider-Man. I just like how Tom Holland plays him just a little more. Just a little more. It's not, honestly, it's not Bully's fault. It's not Bully McGuire's fault. Like, I'm already regretting saying it. But I really love Tom Holland. Like, I'm not going to lie. Anytime Tom Holland got a movie coming out, I'm in the theater. Like, no kizzy. I'm in the theater if Tom Holland pull a movie out. Now, I might not sign up for Apple Plus, but... <sighs> Damn, that was a tough one. Shout out to Bully, though, man. Shout out to Bully. Shout out to Bully. So here we go. The last question. The best movie. How do I rank these movies? Uno, dos, tres. Tres, dos, unos. We're going to go from the bottom. And before we do this, please five-star rate me on Apple Podcasts. We got 79. I actually seen somewhere we got 80, but just in case we still got 79. Come on, man. Five-star rate me. I'm out here working hard for your entertainment dollar, okay? So, number three. It's hard, man, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this. I love all of these movies. I don't want to say equally, but right around the same, right around the same wavelength. And I ain't going to lie. <sighs> this shit is hard, man. It's hard, but you know what? I'm going to do it. Number three. You Peter three, man. I'm sorry. Peter three. The Amazing Spider-Man, as much as I like, bro, I'm watching it the other day. And I'm like, bro, this is such a good movie. But you know what? For nostalgic purposes, I can't do it. So number th- number three has to be The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, that shit hurt to say. I wish they all could be like number one, right? But no, there's no 1A, 1B, 1C because we are we ranking all of these. We, we're doing numbers. So number three, definitely Amazing Spider-Man. I love it. It's a really good film, innovative film at that. And it's the last origin story that's just a Spider-Man story. Remember, Homecoming is an origin story. That's a Spider-Man story, but it's so much wrapped around in the Avengers. Like, he is literally trying to stop the Vulture from stealing the Avengers shit. So, you know, this one is straight up Spider-Man, home, or, you know, Amazing Spider-Man. It's just a Spider-Man story. And you got to love that. You got to really respect it. But it's just some of the stuff that I always was biased. I can't forget some of that stuff I've said. Like, a lot of times he didn't do the Spider-Man signal. A lot of times he was, like, super an asshole. Um, He should have been an asshole. I mean, people were committing crimes. Let's not be like that. But I didn't like that a lot of times they weren't showing him stopping crime. 
they were showing him trying to get revenge to stop crime, like stopping crime while getting revenge. So for that, it got to be number three. Number two, oh, as much as I love it, man, as much as I love it, but Bully, Bully's number two. I love, 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 love. I'll say it again. Love, 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 love. The original Sam Raimi Spider-Man film, it shaped my childhood. It made me... I, I believe maybe I had liked Spider-Man, but it popped my fucking cherry, bro. Like, I'm a Spider-Man. I've been a Spider-Man fan till this, like, till this day. 2002 is 2023. I'm still holding on to whatever little bit of childhood I have left when it comes to Spider-Man because of that original film. But it's still number two. It's still number two, and you know why? Because Spider-Man Homecoming, to me, is the embodiment of Spider-Man. Now, the only reason why this that was tough, it didn't have that moment, right? Like that moment of New York comes to help out Spider-Man and all of that stuff. But what it did have was Spider-Man being a teenager like he's supposed to be in his natural element in high school, just trying to figure out how to get through his teenage years. And it really was a great coming of age story. And it's been my best. It's been my favorite Spider-Man film since, or especially as, as far as the first ones, since it came out. So I'm not going to change it now. I really, I love the suit. I love everything about it. I think this film was great. So I think Spider-Man Homecoming is number one for sure. And bro, I'm not, when I say double, like when I woke up and like the first thing I do, like when I wake up, I make sure I don't got to miss calls, no missed text messages. And then I check Spotify for podcasting. And when I woke up and see the amount of views on the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I was like, whoa, like it caught me off guard because the other two movies, they cool, but this is double the amount. So I was like very surprised. And I was like, oh, I see what's y'all favorite. I see what's y'all favorite. That's my favorite too, man. Spider-Man Homecoming is number one. Tom Holland embodied the role so well. Only thing is he's a little too small. Toby Maguire is like the perfect size to me for Spider-Man. This one's he's a little short, but still, he's Spider-Man. He fucked up a lot in this movie. That was the that was the one thing when I was watching. I was like, bro, he fucked up a lot. The whole DC thing was his fault. The whole fairy thing was his fault. Like the whole Messing up the damn uh dude, uh whatever the dude's bodega was his fault. Because if he wasn't in there trying to stop the crime, like who cares? They robbing a bank. Who cares? The bank it's insured. But you know, he go over there fucking around and he fucked around and found out. But I do like it because it did show him making a lot of mistakes. The original Spider-Man film, no mistakes. Not that I know of. What mistake did he make? He was just a typical 
prototypical superhero. Every time it was a problem, he solved the crime. He solved it. It was no mistakes. So, Spider-Man Homecoming was a lot of mistakes. And it just shows you that a lot of us make mistakes. So, I go with the relatability. And I know a lot of you guys did. So, that's it. Number 10. Now, before I tally all of these up, let me know what you guys think about this. The first time I've done this, and I will be doing this for a lot. Like, again, we got a couple more weeks before this sponsorship is up, and I will be releasing a lot of episodes. So I could be doing a, another trilogy or whatever the hell. So I think this was good. I really enjoyed this. This was actually fun. I was going to do a Marvel News show, and I was like, no, I want to do the Spider-Man one. I'm glad I did the Spider-Man one. But uh, before I do my tally and we find out who got the most points of all, thank you guys for listening, man. I love all my listeners, especially the ones that interact with me. Like, you know, it's a bunch of y'all. Shout out to BZ Bryant. Like, it's a bunch of y'all that interact with me, man. I love all my listeners. Y'all are so cool, man. So I'm going to take a little break, and I'll be right back. And we are back from break. Just got done doing a couple of calculations. And what do you know? Spider-Man Homecoming blows out the rest of them with 24 points as opposed to the original Spider-Man with 19 points and the Amazing Spider-Man with 17 points. I don't know if you guys care to check my math. I don't care if you do, but if you do, so be it. Spider-Man Homecoming comes in number one with 24 points. Spider-Man with 19 points. Almost kind of barely narrowing Amazing Spider-Man with 17 points. Look, I love all three of these films. All three of these films have shaped my life when it comes to cinema in a way that I can't even explain. So go watch all of them. Go watch all. Go listen to all of my reviews. Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, and original Spider-Man. All of them had a really good time doing. And please do not forget to five-star rate me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please do not forget to follow me on Spotify. Do not forget to follow me on Kevin27World on Instagram and Twitter. And please do not forget to believe until you make believers.